Welcome back to the Day Drunk Show. Uh, today's episode will be uh, Pick'ems and a half-season review. I'm here with uh, Gabe, as always. And I get to spend the next hour or so talking to Nicholas, which is the highlight of my Sunday. All right, so uh, let's get into it. Uh, for Pick'ems, uh, let's start with the 49ers at... Uh, Cardinals, obviously. Um, game's over. We both had the 49ers. We were both right. Um, I don't... At least, yeah. at least I was. Gabe put his pick in after the game, so who knows? Yeah, I really wouldn't pick the Cardinals to be anyone except the no, Dolphins, it, it the Jets. It was surprisingly close. Yeah, I was going to say that. I didn't get to watch it, so I'll have to go back and watch it. But uh, And with uh, David Johnson out, I feel like he's... Yeah, Kenyon Drake really stepped up, though. Like He looked pretty good. His days seem to be numbered in the NFL. I think more injury than talent-wise, but yeah. uh, we both have the 49ers. I don't think anyone was surprised at the outcome of that game. Uh, uh, not okay, a great so primetime game. Let's go with the game that I am currently watching. Um, the Texans and Jags, they're playing in London this week, so it's an early game. Uh, Super early. Currently, uh, halftime just got over. Uh, Texans are leading 9-3. to That being said, both of us and Vegas picked the Texans to win this game. Yeah, I don't know. I actually can't believe you didn't pick your boy. Um, you know, at first I had Jags winning, but as much as I want Minshew to win, I don't think the rest of the Jags can carry uh, carry themselves, and you can't expect Minshew to carry the entire team. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm kind of surprised, and I think that it, it's just a uh, discredit to Nick Foles that he's not starting. Um, I feel like it's this is a scenario where Minshew could learn a lot from riding behind somebody, but no one's riding behind his mustache. They're all riding on top of it. That's and true, for right? the for There's the last so two many... weeks, they've actually done pretty well, right? Like, yeah, they since have. they got rid of uh, Jalen Ramsey, they've won both of those games. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, this is the only division that every team is at least 500 or above. So this is a tough division this year. Yeah, I would like a mustache ride from him. So, All right, so we have um, next uh, Redskins at Bills. I have oh, Bills. my God. Vegas also has the Bills by 10 and a half. Everyone and, has the Bills. Yeah, there's no reason I just, not to pick the Bills here. Really, at this point, I feel like the NFL could drop four teams and no one would really notice like drop the Redskins. I'm tired of watching them Dolphins and yeah. Jets, which is unfortunately a game this week. Uh, so who else? There's been, there's been so many memes this week since the uh, nationals won the world series about how uh, the only teams that don't have a title in that town now are the Redskins and uh, who is it? The wizards. Yeah. And both teams well, the Wizards don't look terrible. I've seen so far. I don't know much about basketball. That's a different. No, topic. yeah, but they're not a. They're not the Reds. A, the Redskins have. I don't know that the Redskins will win another game this season. Yeah, I'd have to look at their schedule. It's just man, like you get rid of like four, five teams, and there's like a lot more competitive games every week. But yeah, so we both have the Bills. I probably won't even watch that game. I do have a. Oh shit! Can you still hear me? Yeah. Uh, I do. Shit. 
my screen just went black. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I have the rookie wide receiver Terry McLaurin. I don't know how to say that name. Um, yeah, yeah. I have him in fantasy, and I still won't watch the game. I don't give a shit what happens in that game. No, uh, let's go. Friends. Let's go Chiefs Vikings, where we actually disagree. <laughs> Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to come out ahead. I, I don't. I don't think that they lose to the Vikings without uh, oh. Mahomes, and I don't think they lose with him. We'll talk a little bit about this later on the Chiefs, but for now, I do have the Vikings. Vegas uh, has the Vikings by four as well. Um, Vegas is stupid. Mahomes out of. I don't uh, take advice from is, cities. It's huge. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, this is the first team or first game that we disagree on. All right. And the next game, nobody cares about. We both have the Jets. The Dolphins are a dumpster fire. Yeah. yeah even Vegas has the Jets. Nobody's going to ever bet on the Dolphins to win a game, except they do play uh, the uh, Bengals later this year. And that'll be their next best hope to win a single yeah. game this year. If they don't beat the Jets or the Bengals, really, this year is lost, and you are now the uh, they next came, defeated they came team. They super close to beating uh, Washington, so we'll see. Um, next game up, we have the Bears at the Eagles. Um, we both have the Eagles to win this Fuck game. Yeah. It's just terrible. Yeah, holy shit. I have actually been loving all the memes. I saw a Halloween one with uh, Trubisky, where it was like, this guy's dressed up as a franchise quarterback. (laughs) It was just him in uniform, and it was like, uh, he's dressed up as a franchise quarterback. It was the best. Because really, uh, he was a Pro Bowler last year. I think that a lot of people have forgotten that by now, but he's voted into the Pro Bowl. Yeah, he was... uh, Everybody was expecting big things from him, and this year he has been a huge letdown. Yeah, real big. Uh, it reminds me of RG3 had that one really good year. And I feel like a lot of people have really good rookie seasons. And then that sophomore slump is, it's that's real. Like, even Odell Beckham had, like, a huge uh, decline that second year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, All so right. I think the Eagles' defense is terrible, but the Bears' offense is even worse, so. All right, next game up, we have the Colts. At the Steelers, uh, we both have the Colts winning. Vegas has the Colts winning, but only by a point, which I think is a huge disservice to the Colts because the Steelers are garbage. Yeah, and uh, Connor might not even play, which, I mean, he's like a pretty big portion of their offense. I, I'm surprised that the no, line Connor, is Connor play. isn't expected to play. I picked up, uh, I think his name is Samuels or something like that. I picked him yeah. up in the Fantasy League, but Thank I'm not you. playing him. I'm playing AP instead. Nice. Good choice. Uh, next, um, we have the Panthers and Titans. Uh, and I almost went with the Titans. I don't... I just this, feel like they show glimpses of being, like, a, a decent team. Not, like, a great team, but it just falls apart somehow. I don't know if it's a coaching thing, but uh, Vegas has the Panthers at three and a half. And, and we both chose the Panthers. I think that they're a better overall team. And Christian McCaffrey was, has put an entire team on his back and is just running with it. Yeah, this was my first, like, I'm not totally sure who's going to win this game. I ended up settling on the Panthers because I think they have a little bit more to prove this week than the Titans do. But uh, this could go either way, honestly. Yeah, and this could be, like, a really big game for the Panthers to stay competitive in a division that is, like, highly contested right now. Yeah. 
Um, uh, and then uh, if you go two boxes over on the pickums, it says that I suck on your titties. I don't know if uh, you noticed. I do believe that I wrote that Gabe sucks, and then I think you might have put Nick's titties in there. No, I'm pretty sure you put Gabe sucks Nick's titties, which I'm okay maybe, with. Maybe I did. Maybe I'm having flashbacks. I don't know. <laughs> You're um, reminiscing about right, the good days. Next up, we have the Lions at the Raiders. Um, and I just want to start this one off with the you're fucking wrong. <laughs> and Vegas is wrong, too. This is our other game that we have uh, that we disagree on. I think we have three this week that we disagree on. But, um, yeah, I think that the Raiders win this. Well, uh, I think they've been playing way better football. <clears throat> and... They seem like they're kind of putting it together, which is a surprise because I didn't see that happening. I do think John Gruden's a really good coach. I just but not. I think that I the think... Lions are way better than people give them credit for. I think that next to the 49ers, they're the most underrated team. And, and I mean, they've beaten good teams and they've barely lost to really good teams as well. I mean, just because you underrated the 49ers doesn't mean everybody else did. They're... Everyone underrated the 49ers. <laughs> they've been they've been top five on the power rankings since like week three. So, but do you see them in anything? No one talks about anything. The 49ers are doing, which is strange to me. I think over the past like three weeks, they have been, I've been talking about them all season. I think that they've been, they're good. I've been talking about it since week three, that I think they're, they're easily the second best team in the NFL behind the Patriots and defensively, which is the crazy part. Yeah. Um, Um, what's the next game? So I had the Raiders. You had the lions next game. We have, uh, I will be right. And the Seahawks. Uh, we both have the Seahawks. There's no doubt in my mind that the Seahawks don't win this game. You know what, though? I could see a world in where... Uh, what the fuck is his name? Winston. Yeah, I could see a world in where Jameis throws like seven no, touchdowns. Yeah, he could easily have one of those games where <laughs> he plays so well that it's the reason why he still has a job. But yeah. they're so few and far between. I don't see it happening. Yeah, um, that would be pretty awesome. But yeah, up, I don't see it happening. Next up, we have the Browns at uh, Denver. We both have the Broncos winning, as does Vegas. I do think it's going to be a close game. Um, now that Joe Flacco's out. Um, Joe Flacco is a joke. He's a sham. He robbed Baltimore of a shit ton of money, and he's <clears> the reason why that franchise spent a few years in the dumps. Because he's never been worth the amount of money that he's made. No, he uh, had one good year, or maybe like two or three good years. And so yeah, and he hasn't, he's as, as someone from Colorado, I've watched uh, them make a lot of terrible quarterback decisions over the years. I think they had one good one. He ended up getting a Super Bowl, and all the rest since Elway have been awful. And Joe Flacco falls right in line with that. I do like that he came out and was like yeah our play calling sucks like he was being very hard on the <laughs> the offensive coordinator and the head coach um which i like to see just because watching the broncos you can see the frustration in the players um, but we'll get into that later uh next game up we have packers and chargers uh we both have packers vegas has packers i don't know anybody outside of the occasional chargers fans um, is i i didn't look is this us. game is this in uh, this is Green Bay? LA. No, this is at LA. Oh. I, I guess that makes sense that the line's only three. I don't think the Chargers are bad. I think that if they had to play in Green Bay, it would be just a total blowout. And it might be anyway, but 
Yeah, we I both think, have the Packers, and I think that if I think the Chargers stay close in games, but they just can't get over that. Like, hump. I think I think Melvin Gordon might have pulled a uh, Le'Veon Bell here, and he might be looking down the barrel of a very small contract. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think that these players are dumb for holding out a season and missing an entire opportunity to prove how good they are. And then but I think it's having only... that big break and then trying to come back is tough. Yeah, I think it's only dumb because you have to band together as like an entire group of people, like one or two guys doing it and then getting outshone by someone else is just proving the owners that they don't need anybody. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we'll talk about that later. All right, so uh, next up, this is the final game that we disagree on. Uh, no, week. no, the last oh, two no, we it's not. Okay, on. never mind. Sorry. Um, it's the Patriots at Ravens. I actually have the Ravens winning this. Um, and you, of course, have the Patriots along with Vegas. Um, the reason why I think that the Ravens win this is the Patriots offense just isn't very good. And this is going to be their first test on defense of like an actual team that can put up a lot of points. I think that the defense uh, does well. I'm still starting them in fantasy, but I think that they allow um, somewhere between 14 and 21 points to be scored, and I don't think that the Patriots put up that many points. I see where you're coming from, um, but I do disagree just a little bit. Uh, hold on. Well, obviously you disagree. You have the Patriots winning, so it's not just a little bit. Uh, I just I don't know if they put up that many points on a lot of people. Like I, I, they've had like two mega games, and I think those have kind of carried them through, like team stats wise. You know what I mean? But no, I I, I, I get what you're saying, but this offense is really good. They have a lot of oh good no, weapons. they are good, but I I think that they're they look better than they actually are sometimes. Um, they do have the- I I think yardage wise though they're one of the better teams in the NFL, like top five for sure. No, and they have one of the higher or higher point differentials of teams. So yeah. they're good on defense as well, and that's why I just don't think that the Patriots score very many points. The only game that the Patriots have really done fantastic offensively is against the Dolphins. Then and who, ha- who the hasn't? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, outside of that, when they played the Bills, they barely squeaked one out. Yeah, but the Bills, I think, are like a really good defense. But yeah, I agree. Uh, but I, I have the Patriots winning. I think that this is the year that they go all the way and they don't lose anything the whole way. It's going to be super boring, and I, I don't enjoy watching the Patriots just smash through everybody. So I'm not looking forward to it, but I think that this is their year to do it. They have probably the best defense they've ever had. And yeah. Um, okay, last game. Uh, Cowboys at Giants. Um I have the Giants, you have the Cowboys, Vegas has the Cowboys by seven and a half points. Yeah, are you trying to be edgy or something? I don't. No, I think that they're playing in New York, which helps them a little bit. They have yeah. Barkley back, which is going to be a tremendous help. And I just think that the Giants, or the Cowboys, sorry, are an overrated team. And I think this is one of those games where the Cowboys go in uh, thinking that they're going to win, just like they did against the Jets. Yeah. And they're going to just put up a big old fucking zero on the board. Maybe not a zero, but they're going to put up like 13, 14 points. 
I don't see the Giants being able to outscore them. I think that I actually think that the Cowboys have been slowly getting better on defense. I used to make fun of Sean Lee a lot because I just feel like everyone talked about how great he was, but he never played a full season. I'm like, where's where's all this greatness coming from? Because I'm not fucking seeing it. I think it's um, gonna be down to the Giants defensive line. If they can somehow stop uh Elliot from running they're going to win this game just like every team that stops Elliot from running wins games against the Cowboys. Yeah, it is like a pretty easy Arizona factor like a few years ago when really you just put nine people in the box and you're like, well, try and throw it, I guess. Who are you throwing to and who's throwing the ball? But I think they have a little better talent on both of those sides. So you can't fully commit to doing that like you could uh, with the Cardinals. Uh, and it, think... it pains me to say that because I absolutely hate the Cowboys. I think we talked about it that week on like worst fan bases. Yeah. I hate the Cowboys. I hate Cowboys fans. If you're a Cowboys fan listening to this right now, I hate you. I think that there's a, another factor is that the Cowboys just seem to not play as well whenever they're prime time. Um, and, and there's occasional games where they play really well prime time like they did against the Eagles. But I just... I don't think they're a good primetime team, and this is going to be a big Monday night football game. So I have the Giants. Yeah, I think they're two different calibers, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll do a tally at the end of the week, and I'll be right. And uh, I do actually a lot this year. So on the note of Pickums, we had our bet a few weeks ago, and I don't think I've added it to the Instagram yet, but I do have a picture of you in jorts. I finally and, made it to Walmart and bought yeah. there pair of jeans that you I cut up into jorts. fucking saddled up those horses, told your mom you might not make it back, and went on to Walmart. Yep, and 16 days later, I'm finally back. How far is Walmart from where you are? Um, maybe like a 25-minute drive is the closest oh. one. I guess that's not like super crazy. I was expecting... But I never I never go there, so it's it's kind of like out of the way for me. <clears throat> but I had to get uh, my Jeep registered, so... You never go to Walmart? Isn't that what like small town people do? They just go like kick it at Walmart? No, I hate Walmart. I will uh, I'd much better. rather go to a grocery store. <laughs> and this day uh, and age where you can just order stuff online, there's no point in going to Walmart. Yeah, that's true. See, why didn't you just order some <clears throat> jeans online, you asshole? Okay, let's... Let's uh, jump into our halfway through the season review. Um, we're eight games into the season, uh, or eight weeks into the season. There's nine left. Um, so let's jump into it. Uh, let's start with the Patriots, just because it's the Patriots. Um, the Patriots have a historic defense this year. Like They're kind of insane, um, but they also had the easiest first half and they have the second toughest half in all of football. So do you think that the Patriots will be able to stay winless or uh, stay undefeated? So I hear you saying that they have the uh, – is that toughest based on, like, the strength of schedule as of right now? Because, I mean, if you look at it, they have blown out everybody except the Bills. I mean, they played, yeah. like, the just total bottom barrel teams. But No, yeah, so they've – the first half, they played uh, the Dolphins, the Jets twice, the Bills. Uh, the toughest game that they've had, really, was the Bills. Yeah, and I think the Bills um, are actually a really good team, so it makes sense. Coming up in the second half, um, they have the Chiefs. They have uh, the Ravens this week. Uh, they have the Cowboys. They have 
uh, I believe the Eagles. Um, but based on winning percentage, they have the toughest second half schedule in all of football, and they had the easiest first half. Um, so they, luckily for them, they do have their bye week in a couple weeks. So yeah, I I agree that this, the second half definitely looks like way worse than the first half. I mean, I would say that really their only actual test, though, are going to be the game later today here in like an hour and a half or so. Uh, and then the Chiefs game. And if they make it through those two games, the rest of these teams are teams that I don't like. I love the Eagles, but there's no fucking way in hell. That I, can't they, wait to, I can't wait to get to the Chiefs just because uh, you keep mentioning how good the Chiefs are. And I believe that they're the most overrated football team this year. But we'll get to that later. Um, but, so okay. do, you think, do you think the Patriots stay undefeated this year? I do. I think that it doesn't even matter what their offense does, but their defense is so good this year that they can do absolutely anything. Okay, I think that they lose day, and they end up fifteen and one. Um, let's talk about the Bills. Um, the Bills also have a really good defense, um, but their their first like real test of a good offense is the Eagles, and we know what happened there. Um, the Eagles' offense just destroyed them. Um, and their own offense wasn't good enough to keep up because their offense suck. Um, do you think that they make the playoffs as a wild card? Oh, yeah, definitely. If you look through, man, they have one, two, two games, I think, that they lose throughout the rest of the year. There, There's no way you don't get the wild card spot as a, yeah, a four-loss team. I agree. I, I think that the Bills make the playoffs – as the wild card team, but I don't think that they go very far in the playoffs. I think they end up losing in the first round. Yeah, I could see them losing the wild card game, actually. Uh, but, dude, they're they're going to smash the Redskins. Redskins suck. The Browns suck. The Dolphins suck. The Broncos suck. The Cowboys suck. No, and they, then they, have, they have an easy schedule throughout the rest of the year. They have yeah, to I play the Ravens enough. and Patriots and then Steelers and Jets, and they win all of those games except for the Patriots-Ravens games, probably. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they end up with a 12 and 4 ish looking record this year and make the playoffs as the wild card team. All right, let's talk about the, the bottom barrel of not only the division, but the NFL. Um, we, we have the Jets who are 1 and 6. Um, what, what do they need to do to, to, to compete next year? Because there's no chance of them competing this year. Do you think it's just that they need a better QB? Um, everybody saw Sam Darnold on the sideline saying that he was seeing ghosts, which is a pretty common thing for quarterbacks to say and see. But uh, the NFL kind of did him dirty by showing it on uh, the broadcast of him saying that he's seeing ghosts. But he hasn't really looked all that good this entire year. Maybe he's still suffering from mono a little bit. I don't know. Um, but do you think a QB is all that they need to fix this team, or what do you think that they need to do better? Uh, I I see this as like a they need to do everything better. Uh, they can't throw the ball, and just out of that, they don't have any talent on that offense outside of Le'Veon Bell. But the thing is, if you can't throw the ball, everyone's just going to play the run. And then you can't run the ball. They're 32nd in passing and 31st in rushing. That's a, You're the worst offensive team in the NFL almost. almost. And, and, I mean, you have a win, but you're still the worst offensive team. 
No, and the only reason why you have that win is because the Cowboys came in there and I don't know what they did. It was a, a lookover game. You're looking at the next week. You're like, ah, fuck it. We're playing the Jets. They can't even figure out how to like tie their fucking shoes. Right. Who are we um, playing next week? So not much to say there other than that they're terrible and they have a lot of problems and they're going to have a tough time. It's probably going to be a couple years before this Jets team is good. Yeah. Um, Le'Veon Bell about, was not the answer. No. Uh, let's talk about the worst team in football, uh, the Dolphins. Um Without a doubt, just a garbage team this year. Everybody that's decent on that team got traded away. Um, do you think all these draft picks that they're getting to in replace and they got to leave from the, the uh, Rams, uh, RIP to leave? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the you, end of a career. Do you think that all these draft picks are going to make a difference or do you think that they're going to suck for three or four or five years maybe unless something like crazy happens like they just draft some dude who's just the greatest of all time i don't see anything changing for a very long time no, uh, I agree. they have the worst scoring offense in the nfl but not the worst yardage wise but who cares <laughs> they're 30th and 30th so it's not like they have a good and they're giving up 34 points a game. Anybody who's coming in there is getting like four or five touchdowns, which is absurd that, yeah, that any defense is doing that. They obviously have the worst point differential of any team. But it's like a, a uh, like a problem that just compounds upon itself because you no. can't score and you can't get first downs, so the team just has the ball longer. And that just makes anyone's defense is going to be bad when they're on the field for too long. So and. Both sides poor, of the ball are bad. Poor Miami fans, because uh, the, the, their baseball team did the same thing that their football team's doing now. They're trading away all of their good talent. Um, whereas if they would have just kept this talent, <clears throat> they would have been better, or I think that they would be better a lot sooner than what they're going to, because if you have a bunch of rookies playing for you that don't have experience in the NFL, and you also don't have anybody to teach them that's experienced – um, other than uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, Fitz Magic. I love that dude. I don't care who a, he plays like, for. No, I agree. But it's like you said, it's a compounding uh, problem where you're just getting good talent that suffers because there's nobody to teach them and lead them. Um, so I think they should have just kept what they had, suffered through this season, used what draft picks they already had to get some more talent, and just do that for two or three years, and maybe you have a good football team again, or at least a football team that can go eight and eight. Well, and once you're in like this kind of <clears throat> scenario, it starts to become like a cultural thing. Like nobody's playing to win; they're playing for their bonuses and shit. Right. And I think that we talked about that before. And then it it reminds me of the article I read uh, with the interview with Calvin Johnson, where he was saying like people would come on to that Lions team when they those years where they were like a zero one two, three win team, they'd come into those years and they'd be like, you guys are doing everything so terribly. Like, this is just not the look of like an organization trying to win. And the GMs would just dismiss them and be like, nah, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I mean, your record shows more than your GM knows. Like that's, I don't give a shit what you say is correct. If you're losing every game all year, but I don't see Miami being good for the next five or six years. I don't even see them making the playoffs in the next five years. 
I don't see him making the playoffs for the next decade, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm just basing it on how long I think Tom Brady will be in the division, because once he leaves, it's blown totally open. We're going to have uh, fucking sub-500 teams. But uh, it's not like the Dolphins are good outside of the, their division either. I mean, they're 0-6. No, yeah, even but that... Even if Tom Brady's done after this season in Belichick They're going to get beat by other shit teams. <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, let's move on we're done. To... Sh- yeah, let's shit on the Dolphins a little bit less. Uh, let's just let's go. go. Do you think there's anything they could do in the next two years to make them a winning organization? No, I think no, that they're doing the opposite of what they should be doing. So if anything, they're going to be worse. Yeah, I'm talking all this shit, so they should hire me. I'll take a $200,000 a year contract to blow up their organization. Fuck it. All right, let's move on to the AFC North. Uh, we got the Ravens on the top of the division at 5-2. and two. Can we just ignore the other teams? Is that <laughs> we might, we might as they well. all fucking suck? <laughs> uh, Lamar Jackson is having a career year. He only needs one more game of 100 yards rushing and 100 yards throwing to break the single season record for uh, games, uh, and he has nine nine games left or nine weeks left to do it. Uh, nine games left to do it. They've already had their bye. Uh, I don't have a doubt that he doesn't break this record but uh is michael vick and shit i forget who the other person was now but they both have three games of 100 yards rushing 100 yards passing is it steve lamar jackson probably ends up with five i would say um but do you think this team is good enough to make they're good definitely good enough to win this division but do you think they're good enough to make it very far in the playoffs I think that there's only other one real competitor, so I think that they end up taking probably that number two seed, and they don't have to deal with uh, the Patriots until the AFC Championship game. I agree. Uh, They're the best rushing team in football. I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. Everyone's looking at it, and you're, you're essentially forced to be afraid of the run on passing plays and on rushing plays. And they're a really good rushing team, like in standard means of rushing. Uh, but I think that their downfall is the fact that their defense isn't very good. They're solely relying right now on the fact that they can just outscore people. And that's not always going to work. And they haven't, I mean, they've been totally outscored in a few games and at, at the same token, uh, they've barely beaten some teams that I think are really, really bad. Uh, they did have a really good game against the Seahawks, which was, the good thing a for huge them, surprise. The good thing for them is, at least in their own division and really even in their own conference, there's not too many good defenses. You have the Patriots and you have the Bills and you have the Colts that have a decent defense, but that's about it. Yeah, I see them ending as uh, like a 12-4 and four team this year. I think that's um, where they go. I think that they end up with three losses. I think they end up around 13-3. and three. You think they throw one of these games? I mean, if you look at their schedule, I think they lose to the 49ers and the Patriots, and they beat everybody else. There's some tough games in there, but I think that their offense is too good for the Rams and the Texans. Uh, I already have them. And then they just play the shit. I know how I feel on that. I think that the only game that they lose for the rest of the year is against the 49ers. Uh, I do. I do think they lose that game. That's if Lamar Jackson can stay uninjured, which the amount of running that he does, I don't know if he'll be able to. But he's not taking hits like uh, RG3 did those years. And RG3 said something really interesting in an interview one time that 
He liked to slow down to try and bait like a late hit out of people as he was yeah. coming to the sideline, which, I mean, if you look, clearly did not work out for him. So that's not a good idea. And, and Lamar Jackson, one, knows how to slide, which is something that some running quarterbacks don't know how to do. And he's not giving himself up for these huge hits. I think he's playing it smart, uh, but he is putting himself out there, so it is a huge risk. All right, let's talk about the Steelers. Um, do you think that Rudolph is their future and Big Ben's done after this year? Do you think Big Ben comes back? Um, or do you think that uh, they go some other direction as far as quarterbacks go? Because uh, this team needs something to stay relevant next season. They're definitely not yeah. this year. No, they, and I don't think they will next year. I don't think Big Ben... I would be really surprised if he ever plays another game. I think that if he does, it's because he, uh, I don't know, like a, a loyalty thing from like the Steelers front office because he is not their best bet. Do you He's, think he sticks around as like a kind of like how Andre Johnson is still with the Texans as like a special assistant to the head coach? Do you think Big Ben stays in football or do you think once he's done playing, he's done? Uh, I could see him coming back later, but I think that I think it's really hard for players to leave football and then go straight into coaching. I think that there's too much competitive nature in professional athletes to leave and then just be on the sideline telling people what you think should happen. Nah, it's true. I, but I also don't see him going into broadcasting. And like you said, it's super hard f for them to be coaches, but it's even harder for them to just drop football altogether. Yeah, but I mean, I think that a lot of guys enjoy those like first few years off and then they try and find something. Uh, Jason Witten went straight into broadcasting and then straight back into the NFL, which yeah, is no, the was, coolest thing ever. Like, I was talking to my dad about this. I feel like what happened was he went to Jerry Jones and he was like, hey, man, I really suck at this broadcasting stuff. They're going to fire me. Um, is there any way that you could bring me back for one more season so I can save face <laughs> and I don't get fired and I can be like, oh, I came back to help the, the Cowboys. <laughs> and I mean, I he's scoring like touchdowns. Yeah, no, he is. And this is going to sound crazy because I hate everything Cowboy related. Tony Romo is a fantastic caster and he so is no liked, Tony Romo. So I've always liked Tony Romo because I went to the same college as him, uh, Eastern Illinois University, same college that. Um, Sean Payton went to and also the same college that Jimmy Garoppolo went to um, did you did you ever like sneak into his room or anything no uh, my first year at college was Romo's uh, first year in the NFL and then my last year in college was Garoppolo's first year <laughs> you should have like stolen his jock strap or something that would be a cool story now no, yeah, so the reason why the, they didn't have a quarterback that came out of there between the years of 08 and 10 was probably because I was there. Oh, yeah, they were all just too tired from sleeping but, with you every but night. But they do, for, for such a small school. Um, yeah, those are some big-name people, actually. I'd big never even people. heard of East, Western, Southern Illinois um, University. They, they also had, uh, oh, shit, what's his name? Used to be the coach. Um for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Mike McCarthy? No, no, no. Before him. I, I can't even think of who was there before. No, it was probably... It was but another fat white dude, if I had to guess. He also was a coach at Eastern Illinois. Um, but let's move on. Uh, 
from actually my you know what days. now that we're talking about that i feel like you have the perfect body for an nfl coach <laughs> you're like yeah. a mike mccarthy andy reed style guy dude no and i love you should apply football. for a I football should. job based off of just that no i should i should go in to wherever i end up and yeah, wear a, wear coach. a windbreaker and some fucking slacks, and you're there. You throw on a headset. Yeah, there's no yeah, way I would think you're not a head coach. And then I could have like my own little shtick that I go with. Like I always have like a a toothpick in my mouth or something, or I always yeah. look grouchy, like Bill Belichick or yeah, John um, Gruden. John Gruden has a really like mean sideline face. Or I could have like my dick constantly fall out or something, <laughs> something that makes me like you know my own little thing. Well, yeah, yeah, that would go over well with the NFL. That um, would be good. All right, let's move on from talk about my penis. I don't um, think I want to. So let's go to the Browns. Um, they're also two and five. Uh, is this is this team the biggest letdown this year? I mean, and is it all on Baker Mayfield or uh, Coach Kittens or Kitchens or like what's wrong with this team because they have so much talent on it. I do, and I think when you have that much talent, um, one, <laughs> Baker Mayfield is like a very volatile character, and I think that a, if I've seen anything from the NFL is that your quarterback is not the position you want that personality type in, yeah, but I do, I, I think that he has the ability to succeed in the NFL. I think the Browns have just had terrible coaching for the entire time I've been alive. I, agree. I don't think um, that, and it's... I, it reminds me a lot of situations like um, the Eagles back when they uh, – what was the uh, – Vince Young? Vince Young yeah. said the Eagles had like a super team, and they pulled in a bunch of big-name people, older yeah. guys like in their veteran years. And I think that it's a very similar style team, but they have a bunch of young guys, which is way harder to manage personalities uh, on and off the field. And do you, do you also, it, what, what have any of them proven prior to this year? Like, there was, like, this huge stick put on them that they were, like, this super team and they were going to do so well. But none of them had proven anything in terms of, like, NFL accolades outside of individual. So who who cares, no, like, that you brought together a bunch of big names? That doesn't mean anything. I, t I do feel bad for Odell. Uh, just for the pure simple fact that he went from Eli Manning, who led the league in interceptions year after year, to now he has Baker Mayfield, who's leading the NFL in interceptions this year. Um, so I think Baker makes a lot of terrible decisions. And yeah. I think that hurts the team. But I think another overlooked fact going into this season was just how garbage their offensive line was. Yeah, I could see that. They... It sucks because I think that what was the they have like one of the historically best offensive linemen ever. I think he started. Uh, I'll have to look up the name, but he started more games in a row than any other offensive lineman ever. And then they lose him, and they get in a bunch of talent, which is hilariously ironic that they they pull in all these other pieces and then lose their like staple on the offensive line. Uh, but this is another scenario, and I. People probably will have figured this out by now. I love Nick Foles, and it pains me to see him sitting on a bench. This is the perfect situation to put Nick Foles in. He's a veteran quarterback. He he doesn't have a big mouth. He doesn't have a huge ego. I think that he could come in and in at, 
they're not going to trade for him. They're idiots. The Browns don't know how to manage a team. Everyone yeah. knows that. And you brought it up earlier, and I think that the reason why he isn't playing is because Gardner Minshew, he has, like, a lot of, like, personality, but it's not that negative personality like Baker. No, yeah, he's he's uh, a very big personality, but not a Baker. No, it's more like he realizes that it's more like he realizes like everybody else is like kind of obsessed with him. So he's playing into it. Oh, yeah, of course. You're selling Mayfield. I think he just has like such a huge ego. Yeah, and he did in college. It's not like this is something everyone's just now figuring out. but all right, I'm the Browns suck. Their coaching sucks. I hope they figure it out because I think that on paper it seems like they could be like a really fun team to watch, not yeah, a contending team until they fix some things on the line and defensively. Uh, but let's go on to I think what you say is the second worst team in the NFL, and let's no, talk about. I actually the think that Washington is the second worst team, but this team, based on record, is probably the second worst team in football. Um, the Bengals, zero and eight. Um, they, uh, they've yet to have a game with AJ Green in there. Um, do you think he retires, or do you think he continues to play one to two games a season for the rest of his life? Um, I I think that he retires, and it sucks to say because I think that he was like the perfect follow up to Chad Johnson. Like you went from the most high profile, like prima donna diva wide receiver and granted all those things said i fucking love chad johnson i love everything he did and the way he played into his own personality was awesome and then you had aj green who really never said anything ever Uh, i'll take that back chad johnson isn't my favorite uh andre johnson is my favorite because he beat the shit out of Corlin finnegan in the middle of that game (laughs) that one time and that is the greatest football moment ever uh, but no, I think he retires, and I think it's more about health than will, um, which sucks to see because we talked about like guys who could catch Jerry Rice. We talk about it a lot, but he seems like if he'd been healthy, he's one of those guys who had the ability to do it. But uh, health is one of those things you really don't have a whole lot of control over when it comes down to it. Um, they've also decided to sit uh, Andy Dalton. Uh, what? They, they Why would you do that? They told him earlier this week on his birthday that he literally got benched on his birthday. <laughs> um, but I believe that they have a bye this week. Uh, so maybe they changed their mind. I don't know. Maybe it was just like a, hey, get your shit together, Andy Dalton. I don't know. Um, but I don't it's even, really not Andy Dalton's yeah, fault. He I was doesn't just look say, terrible. I don't know if he's the problem. I just want to... They're 12th in passing yards. They run for 60 yards a game. How much of that are you really putting on Andy Dalton if you're rushing for 60 yards a game? That well, seems like an of- uh, offensive line and we can't score issue. Not so much a like – because once you're – dude, they, they haven't – they put up 20 points against the Cardinals, 23 to be exact, but they've only put up more than 20 one time. Yeah, well – Oh, no, 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 no. The they reason, put up 20 on the Seahawks. Part of the reason why their rushing looks terrible is – that they suck, and another part of it is they're playing from behind, so they never get that. They never get to establish a good run game. No, yeah, I agree. I think it's not like those numbers don't speak to like, hey, we're bad at rushing, but it's positional. And I, I honestly don't think that Andy Dalton is the problem here. I couldn't pinpoint exactly what it is, but I, I do think I, that I don't think the, it's him. I, I do think of the bottom tier teams, 
uh, this team probably has the biggest or the quickest uh, turnaround. Oh yeah, I think that they. I don't, they I don't think that they. I don't think they have any chance of going to the playoffs anytime soon, but I do think that next year they're closer to eight and eight than they are. Zero and sixteen. They're not very close to eight and eight right now. <laughs> no, uh, they'd have to win out for no, the rest of the year. And I've never thought Andy Dalton was a bad quarterback. I think he makes uh, terrible uh, decisions when the game is on the line. And I believe that's probably why they benched him is because of but his But there's a making. man, there's a lot of fucking games I can think of from when I was younger where you're like, what the fuck is Brett Favre doing? I'm not comparing Andy Dalton to Brett Favre in the sense of like skill and talent, because I think Brett Favre was the beginning of a style of quarterback, not like yeah, and I see like flashes in Andy Dalton where I'm like, man, that dude's like pretty good, and then I'm like, ah, he threw like a really stupid pick. But Brett Favre did the same kind of shit, and no one ever like faulted him for it. And yeah, he was I... surrounded by offensive talent his whole fucking career. I don't know. We shall see. Um, let's not talk about the Bengals too much. Uh, let's move on to probably the toughest division in football, uh, the AFC South. It's the like I said earlier in the Pickums. It's the only league that everybody's at five hundred or above. Wait, um, is it the AFC South? We were talking about the NFC South earlier. No, no, we were talking about the. Uh, we were talking about the Bucks. You're fucking high. No, we were. We definitely were talking about the Titans. I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You maybe are right. even the game that's on right now. I don't remember. I, actually, I think it was the Texans Jaguars game. Yeah, you're right. It was the Texans Jags. Yeah, so all right, so the Colts. Idiot now. No, let's not move on from. How all right, we're gonna continue to this because Nick has clearly been doing drugs. All since right, let's talk out. about the Colts first. They're leading the division um, because they beat the Texans a couple weeks ago. Uh, so, uh, Brissett. So P- Patriots and former Patriot QBs. So Tom Brady, Brissett, and Garoppolo are 20-2 and two this season. Obviously, a lot of that is Tom Brady being 8-0. and oh. But the, these other two guys, you have Garoppolo, who's also 7-0 uh, and oh now, and, or 8-0 and oh now, sorry. And you have uh, Brissett, who's only lost two games. Uh, are the Colts really missing Andrew Luck that much? Um, I think that they actually are because I, regardless of what their record is, I don't see them being a contender for anything. I think, um, so I, I think that think that's that where your problem lies is that, yeah, sure. Your record is really good, but at the end of the day, are you going to win or not? See, and the is, answer to me is no, definitely not. You're not see, going. This to- is, this is why I think this is like a sneaky good team because people keep saying that like week in, week out. It's like. Uh, the Colts have a good record, but they're not that good of a team. And yet they keep finding ways to win. And I think that's where Brissett's good, is he keeps finding ways to win. And but, they've had, like, pretty stiff competition. Like, everybody in this division is good, um, to include even the worst team, the Titans, which are 4-4. Four and four. I, And um, I actually, I think really highly of the Titans. I, it sucks that they're 4-4, four and four, but I think that they... They have quarterback and what I perceive as coaching issues, not so much like talent on the field issues. Yeah, um, but I do think that the Colts are really good this year. Um, they beat good teams, um, and the teams that they've lost to are good teams, or at least decent teams. Um, so I don't so, think that they're missing Andrew Luck. I think that their record would still be 5-2 and two with Andrew Luck. 
they lost to the Raiders and Chargers, neither of which I think are fantastic teams. They barely beat the Broncos, which I think I love the Broncos, but they are fucking bad. And and uh, they did beat the Texans and the Chiefs. The Chiefs is the one where I'm like, hold up, maybe they are actually good. Yeah, but and that was with. My I own. don't think I don't think that like I would say that with Andrew Luck here, you're looking at probably being an undefeated team right now. Jacoby isn't doing anything that other quarterbacks aren't doing. He's actually like in the bottom half statistically. I think, I think he is keeping t- plays and drives alive, and I don't think Andrew Luck would be doing that. Andrew Luck would probably have better looking numbers. Don't get me wrong. He's. T- I'm not saying Andrew Luck was a terrible quarterback, but I think Brissett, um, and I think a lot of it has to do with he learned from Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. He has that like grace under pressure type play. Yeah, a very uh, game manager mentality is what I would call it. Right, and I think at the uh, end of the day, that's like the winning. I think the only reason why they lost those two games is because maybe this team's a little inexperienced. Um and I also think T.Y. Hilton was out for one of those games. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was missing for one of those games. They, I believe Raiders game. A lot of people are overlooking the fact that they are actually like a good rushing team finally, which, I mean, Jesus Christ, they haven't been a rushing team no, since yeah, like Mac, Edron. Mac has been doing pretty good this year. Edron James was like the last time I thought of them <clears> as being like a decent rushing team. And it, I, I think that they are a complete team but they don't have the firepower on either side of the ball to really compete in the playoffs. I'm thinking like just playoffs exclusively. They're going to do like a fantastic job throughout the rest of the year. Uh, They're next probably, dude, I could see them. I see a world in where they don't lose another game, but they have like a, a couple of really good teams on here. All right, Uh, let's move on to the Texans real quick. Um, J.J. Watt's out for this now again. Um, but do you think that really makes like a huge difference for this team? Their defense hasn't been that great anyway. Um, although they are holding Jacksonville to three points right now um, in their first game without J.J. Watt. But yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think that this defense is very good, and I think that the offensive line sucks. But if it wasn't for those two factors, I think this is like the best team in the NFL, honestly. You know, I actually I think that when you have a defensive lineman of that caliber, that any time that they're not even if they're not on the field for like a drive, it makes a huge difference because no, and you, you have that experience and that leadership that's also missing now. Yeah. So I think losing him is actually a huge deal because. He's one of those guys who's getting double and triple teamed every single play. So you're yeah, really and, you're and opening up got, offensive linemen to do a whole lot more with more people available. Clowney earlier this season, so they're missing like two big talented people on that defense. Yeah, now. they. I don't think that they have that like uh, they don't have like a three man front pressure that they could have. Yeah. But no, no, I think that they're still a really good team with or without him. Um, their defense has been okay, but their offense has been, uh, I mean, Deshaun Watson is putting on like a clinic. They are figuring out how to score every yeah, way. He was, he was offensive player of the month for October. And so far in this, this game, he's the same. I don't know if you saw the play last week, but, uh, he, he was spinning out of a tackle and got kicked in the eye and you can actually see on the replay where he's, uh, 
throwing a touchdown pass with one eye closed. He's uh, he's probably talent wise like a top five in the in the league right now. I think that the young guys like it's a new generation of quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and a lot of these other guys are getting old and I, I don't think super highly of Aaron Rodgers anyway. So, um, but I think that that's more of a mentality, not a talent thing. Let's move on. Let's talk about the Jaguars. <laughs> I just see the note under the Jaguars. That's all you wrote. <laughs> yeah, that's all that I need to write. That's all we really need to talk about is how Gardner Minshew II is the greatest QB of all time. Greatest of all time. Those are like a... That's a very special set of words that people reserve for... Yeah, he's the GOAT. <laughs> <clears throat> Tom All right, Brady. so let's let's get into it. Uh, they've lost to the Saints, Panthers, Texans, and Chiefs. And that Chiefs team they lost to, they came into the year looking really, really good. They've slowed down, but they were looking real nice those first few games. Yeah. Uh, Minshew is he? I see him as a franchise quarterback. I honestly do. No, I do too. I just think that that team needs to build around him a little bit better. Yeah, give it a few years. Don't fucking pull a Browns and draft a quarterback in the first round every year and see what happens. Like maybe you get a better defense. Yes. And their defense is decent They're, It's just like letting those pieces work together and figure it all out. Um, the loss to the Panthers was upsetting. They did really well against the saints, even though it was like a low scoring game. And I think uh, Teddy Bridgewater played in that game and Teddy Bridgewater has been playing some fantastic football in my opinion. Yeah, he's done now. Uh, but he's so to back. answer your question, Gardner Minshew is not the GOAT. Um, <laughs> his mustache is probably the best mustache in the NFL. Yeah, well, yeah, that's without a doubt. Well, I don't even think it's close. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that this team just needs to build, uh, build a little bit better around him. But I do think yeah. this team's going to be good in the next couple years again. They do. They have a really good-looking future. I mean, they just uh, went to the AFC Championship two seasons ago so you know it's actually uh which one is it there's alan robinson and who's the other who's the other wide receiver they had for a little while they had a really good duo back when blake portals was playing yeah um, i think it's robinson who plays for the bears now yeah I, I, we'll talk about him a little bit later when we talk about the bears but but i saw uh i saw a meme about him and it said oh look they're showing nick Foles and how actually amazing he is yeah. Um, but it was like, uh, someone pray for Allen Robinson. Nothing's wrong with him. He's just had Blake yeah. Bortles and Mitch Trubisky <laughs> throwing to him. And yeah. It, um, I, you have to feel bad for some of those guys who are like gen- genuinely talented and like good players and they just get put in shitty situations. Um, yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, so no, he's not the goat. You're just, he's in the love. Goat. He's and the that's, it's okay. Love, love blinds people, Nick. And I understand. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not going to fault you for it. Let's move on. Uh, let's talk about the worst team in this this division, which would be the best team in some of these divisions. Um, <laughs> the Titans. Um, do you think they look better with Tannehill than they do Mariota? Have we seen the last of Mariota? It's really hard to say you've seen the last of like someone who's spent that much time in an organization. <clears throat> they did... I mean, they struggled to put up points those first no, few weeks. So, so. so they're mediocre, I think, with Tannehill, whereas they were just terrible with Mariota. So I would say if you take out Derrick Henry's ability to run the ball, and he is a big bruising back and is like something you always have to account for, 
they are a absolutely garbage offense, and it is hard to watch. But Mariota doesn't really have anybody to throw to, so I hate to put like all of the blame on him, but he was playing shitty ass football. Yeah, he so was making terrible decisions, overthrowing, underthrowing. I mean, so let's just just for who this dude is throwing to. Delaney Walker's out. So he's throwing to Adam Humphreys, Corey Davis, and A.J. Brown. None of these guys are names who I'm, like, drafting in any of my fantasy leagues or even picking up on the waiver wire. So I think there's a lot of problems there, and Mariota is not that good. I think he was a system quarterback, and he's proved that. And Tannehill is, if nothing else, a proven version of Mariota. He's just as athletic, and, and he's been in the NFL longer. And, and still maintains a job. He's like a Fitzpatrick kind of guy. Like he'll have a job because he's that good, but he's not going to win you anything, and not anything of significance at least. Let's let's move on. Um, this is taking longer than I thought it would, so we need to move probably a little bit faster. All right, um, Chiefs. You think they suck? I hate you. So th- next. So this this is the the team that I wanted to talk to the most. Um, I think that they're the most overrated team through eight games. Um, they, you could chalk up the loss to the Packers as just not having Mahomes and the Packers actually being good this year. However, they've lost to the Texans and Colts with Mahomes, and the wins against the Lions and Ravens were four and five point games respectively. Um, they have. But you think that the Ravens can beat the Patriots? I, you're so right, now I do, but they. Um, barely beat the Lions. They've had one of the easiest schedules outside of um, this Whoa, week. whoa, 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 whoa. What are you talking about? The Jaguars, Raiders, Ravens, Lions, Colts, Texans, and Packers is not what I would consider an easy schedule. Not when, f- not when the Cowboys and Patriots have played literally the bottom seven, eight teams in the league. So I'm talking, I'm talking about for the entire season, not just so far. But they're looking at the Vikings, Titans, Chargers, Raiders, Patriots, Broncos, Bears, Chargers. So they have two teams on there, I think, are total like dumpster fires. I think and then that a they, bunch of good teams. I think that they easily win another, or lose another three games. I think that they're in, uh, at no. best an 11-5 team. Yeah, and that gets you into the playoffs, and that gets Pat Mahomes healthy in the playoffs. It definitely uh, gets you in the playoffs in this division. Yeah, um, I think that... I think that they, they're clearly the best team in their division. They're probably the top four teams in the AFC and probably top four teams in the NFL in general right now. AFC sucks this year, so that's not saying much. But I they, think if they were in the AFC, they'd lose a lot more games. I don't know, man. I think that you just don't like the fact that Mahomes doesn't have a sweet mustache. No, I, I like Mahomes. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, no, I think that they – I think put, it's the rest of the team that sucks. Yeah, I was just going to say that. They put so much pressure on him that if he doesn't do everything right, they're not winning that game. Right. Their and defense he's, and he's isn't playing, what it was four years ago. He's been playing most of this year with an injury. Um, now he's going to end up playing with a bum ankle and a bum knee for the rest of the year. I just – I don't think this team is as good as everybody thinks they are. I think that we had this – oh, my God. So – him and Deshaun Watson are probably the two most talented quarterbacks in the NFL. And I think that it's not even, I'm not saying they are the best. They're the most talented and it's not even close for the next guy. I think both of them are more talented than Aaron Rodgers is. Um, 
But no, I, I see where you're coming from, but I don't think that their schedule is easy, and I don't think that they have they've done what they can. And I think that they overlooked the Colts more than anything. And I also think the Colts had a really good game plan. Uh, but let, let's go on to a bunch of teams that we really don't even need to talk about. Uh, let's start Raiders. with the Raiders. They've had moments of looking good, but their defense just can't get off the field. God, and I love seeing all the stuff about like how they don't need Khalil Mack. I'm like, yeah, sure, you don't need Khalil Mack. Um, but I, I think that they're coming together. I think they're starting to figure it out, and they have a promising outlook for the future if they can build upon that defense. I agree. Um, let's move on. <gasps> to Chargers. Did Hyde just fumble that in the end zone? Uh, I don't know. Let's look. Dude, he definitely just fumbled that shit into the end zone. So, uh, PSA, ladies and gentlemen, is ball security. Always put the ball in the out-of-bounds facing hand, uh, even when you're on a touchdown run and you think that you have a for-sure touchdown. Man, this was a great run as well. He, for sure, 100% just fumbled that. And good job, Carlos Hyde. Switch the ball to your other hand, you idiot. Uh, but, okay, what, what were we talking about? That was... Um, uh, all right, let's move on good, to the Chargers. Good PSA. Um, <laughs> Melvin Gordon. Um, I think we both made our opinions on Melvin Gordon. Yeah, um, I, I don't think that this team's good enough to. No. Nah. I, I think that they could take second in this division, but they're not going to make the playoffs. I, yeah. I, they're not making the playoffs. They're not. I don't know, man. It seems like the Chargers are just this like perennial okay team and nothing ever really changes. So I, I don't know. I don't know what they need to do to change, but Melvin Gordon definitely proved that they don't fucking need him. They don't. They don't at all. Austin Eckler is capable of the same, the same shit as you, man. And uh, I think running backs think too highly of themselves. I think that they are quiet wide receivers. If you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Like the only difference is that they're not like big loud mouth players, but they. You think that you're doing all of it when really. You're relying on like an entire offensive line and tight ends and everyone to block around you. It's really not that heavily falling on you. You just need vision. Anyone can do what you do if they're fucking if they have the same vision. Uh, but let's go on to um, the little soft spot in my heart, uh, the Broncos. Last team, last team in the AFC to talk about uh, the Broncos. Um, do you think this team just isn't, as Joe Flacco said, aggressive enough? Um, and is Joe Flacco the most overrated QB in the league? I think Joe Flacco is the most overrated quarterback outside of Eli Manning ever. I don't know what this guy has done to prove that he's a good quarterback and at what point he did it. I don't. I honestly don't know. I think that if it wasn't for uh, deer antler spray, he wouldn't have a Super Bowl. <laughs> So I don't know where he gets off on asking for so much money. I think he's terrible. He makes terrible decisions. He's yeah. I, I think uh, who was the thing about who, Kirk Cousins and him? Like they're both the same in in my opinion. They got a lot of money based off of two or three good seasons, and they're just not that great. They're mediocre. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so hugely overrated. My other really big problem with it is that. Uh, who was the quarterback who was in Chicago before, and he was a Bronco before? Uh, Jay Cutler. Yes. Jay Cutler and Joe Flacco are cut of the same cloth to me. They are both 
whiny and and they don't want to play through the tough times and they they lack that like drive and it's crazy to me that Joe Flacco is calling people out for not being aggressive enough. Uh, but I think the Broncos have so many other problems that it's hard to just point to Joe Flacco. They do, however, have very promising running backs, uh, even if they're not in the position to run very often. But their their defense is starting to get banged up. There's a lot of other problems. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens in the next few years and if they can pick it up. I think Elway, Elway has a very bad track record for quarterbacks but let's go on to the cowboys fuck yeah, them that's all i have to say they suck next into the <laughs> nfc uh yeah the cowboys <laughs> the cowboys are probably like a tale of two teams this year like when they're good they're good but they're also bad when they're bad like, it is it's nobody a, worse when they're bad it's a really interesting dynamic that they have going on there uh, I don't even know how I would describe it. Like sometimes you're like, man, like who's really gonna stop these guys? And then it's like, who the fuck is playing football right now? Like, what am I watching? Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm willing to say that they're a bad team. I just don't think that they have everything figured out currently. And I think that a lot of other teams have them figured out is a bigger problem for them. Did you see this? Do you think this was a touchdown? Uh, him leaping over the top of that dude? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Um, I can't believe that they just... I mean, they scored anyway, but that was... Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm not... I need to do a whole lot of research, but next week, I'm going to start at work this week because I'll have the ability to do that. I want to go over the refs next week, and I want to go over calls and, and just a whole ton of shit because this is getting, like, absolutely insane. And this isn't even like a super good example of it, but I, I have absolutely hated the way that the NFL is refing and uh, and they are just totally unaccountable. But let's all right, Cowboys. Right, back to the topic on hand. <clears throat> yeah, Cowboys, so um, they have a shit. Team. They have a shit ton of talent, and they're not doing anything with it. They're the they're the Browns of the NFC East. Uh, the Eagles. What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, their offense is great. Um... But their it's hard to just, watch every week, right? You're like defense just allows way too many points to be scored. So, you know, all right, I'll, I'm going to keep it super short because I know I just I'm drunk and rambling with a lot of this. Um, their offense is good and they're doing a lot of good things with a lot of like little. Uh, they don't have a bunch of star players on offense anymore, really, is what I'm trying to get at and, and they're tackling more than anything. Like the defensive scheming is something that's really hard to look at from just like a, a viewer's perspective, but their tackling has been so fucking bad that it is like infuriating. No, um, yeah. It's like they're out there trying to play two hand touch. Where Yeah. Or they just, like, they're like, uh, I don't need my arms when I tackle, but that's yeah. really, that's really not how it works when you're a professional athlete. Like you, <clears throat> you do need those things because you're tackling other professional athletes. Yeah, uh, and and that's all I have to say. I think that they they just aren't doing what they're they're not doing fundamentals. So Giants, yeah. So I after, love after strong first Daniel game, Jones. Yeah, he had that really good first game, and then since then he's just turned into Eli two But they're so bad. It's like how you can't expect like a quarterback change to fix everything when you're so fucking bad. And then when Saquon goes out, like really, what are you doing at this point? 
You no, have no, nothing outside of uh, Saquon, and you're like, well, uh, figure it so out, man. This is why I think that the Giants are going to be good against the Cowboys this week is because uh, Jones finally has a running back back to take some of that pressure off of him. I agree. Can actually be good again. No, I do. I think that <clears throat> and <clears throat> even if he's not uh, uh, way better than, um, God damn it, the Down syndrome Manning, even if he's not way better than that one, I think that playing a new young quarterback, those guys have a lot of like enthusiasm and excitement for the game that I guarantee Eli does not have anymore. And I think that it's just like an age thing. Like you're not as excited every Sunday as like a dude who's 24 years old. It's not, it's just not going to happen. So I think that that's why like a lot of people see these new quarterbacks come in and they have like these really strong starts and then it kind of tapers off. But I I think that he's a step in the right direction and uh, let's go on to the Redskins. Yeah, this is my team for being the second worst. Um, it's so only hard. Win. So many. There's so many second worst teams to me. <laughs> they're, they're um, yeah, their best game of the season was <laughs> the best game for the Dolphins as well. Um, they barely beat them. Um, the only reason why they didn't beat them is because the Dolphins went for two instead of kicking a field goal to tie it. Um, which, because if you're the Dolphins, why not? Um, so, yeah, I think that this is a terrible team. I don't think that they have a quarterback um, situation figured out. Um, I feel bad for Haskins. He was forced to step up when he wasn't ready to step up on a team that's just lousy. Uh, yeah, I mean... Their best, their best part of their game is their running game, and their running game can't... Um, it can't function. You can't, function. You can't throw you're playing from two touchdowns down every week. Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally agree. But so here's my thing is that they started <clears throat> out like scoring the ball relatively well and then just totally fucking fell off. Like they can't. And honestly, that 49ers game was crazy to me. It was like, who's playing good or bad football here? I'm not really sure. But that was like the hurricane game. So I, I guess they yeah, kind of get it. Yeah, that was on like that one. there was two inches of water under the- <laughs> under the grass like it was crazy but um i yeah they barely beat the dolphins and really i totally respect the dolphins call on that one because if nothing else you're at least telling your team that you have faith in them so good good for them for trying to yeah, go for yeah. it but. whenever you're owen i think they were owen six at the time whenever you're owen six there's like no reason not to go for it yeah like, of course it's not. not on the line so so, just a, a total off-topic thing. How do you feel about them being called the Redskins? What is your personal opinion on that? Does it bother you at all, or do you think that it, it, it's a reasonable thing for people to be bothered by? So, does it bother me? No, because I'm not uh, uh, easily offended. However, I can totally see why Native Americans are like, hey, like... You guys are using us as mascots. That's not cool. As someone of partial Native American descent, uh, no, I don't. I don't care about all that. But in all seriousness, I see why people would kind of be offended by it. But at the same time, it's not like it's so. Redskins is yeah, kind of like a derogatory term. But 
they're not it's not like anyone's like holding them in a, like a low regard when they're using these names like a lot of people use them because they're like traditionally like very badass and like hardcore people so it's not i don't think they're ever used out of a a hurtful way i think that i could understand why redskins would be offensive and i think that like a simple change to like Comanche or Black Hall or maybe a tribe that wa- was at one point native to that area would be way better. Ah, but who fucking cares? Yeah, I, well, I mean, the, the I, owner said, "Fuck it, you guys, I'm not changing the name." So, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it's time for a name change, but um, yeah, like but said, you're I'm not a... personally offended by it, but I can understand yeah. why people are. Uh, so let's go on to the Packers. What do you think about? Uh, Aaron Rodgers and their seven to one record right now. Okay, so I think that Aaron Rodgers is still um, highly overrated. I think he has. Thank fucking God. I would have ended the podcast right now if you had like fell in love with him. I think it's a product of them having a decent schedule this year, as far as ease goes. Um. Four of the seven wins have come from teams that are under 500, and uh, the loss came against the four and four Eagles. Um, I think think Aaron Rodgers is a product of having an easy schedule and actually finally having a decent running back to back him up. I actually, I think that their defense has been playing okay. They've been scoring in bunches outside of. they're actually like the reverse of most teams. Most teams started out the year, even if they're bad scoring, uh, their scoring numbers weren't that great the first few weeks, but they've been putting up the points uh, since then. But I think that, so the Packers are good. They're obviously a good team. I don't think that they are that good. I don't even think that they're like a, a contender for the Super Bowl, as crazy as that sounds. I don't even think anyone in the NFC actually beats out anyone or beats out the Patriots is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see the pad. The Packers have like a really good, like historically good late in the year team. So I could see them. But a lot of that comes from people. forcing people to play in green Bay in the winter. Like, of course you're going to win games against like summer teams when it's outdoors in fucking negative 12 degree weather. Yeah. And, and unfortunately we'll never have another like, good Super Bowl that's played outdoors when it's cold weather. Yeah, I'm actually kind of like that's uh, that part sucks. But uh, yeah, so I think that they're like good. Another ice bowl. I do think Aaron Rodgers is playing really good football compared to the last few years. I think that the running game helps him. And but I mean, they did lose to the Eagles and they're not like a great defense. I think they're a team that can be easily figured out. Uh, so let's go on to who I actually think is a better overall team. And it's the Vikings. Um, yeah, now that their throwing game is uh, a factor after all their, their wide receivers complained, um, right. I think that they have a chance to overcome the Packers and win this division. If yeah, not, they, they get a wild card spot. They're, they're going to the playoffs for sure. So that'll be a cool race to watch is the, the Packers and the Vikings. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's not a lot to say The the Vikings have been playing like pretty solid football for a few years now. Yeah, uh, just have, in like all aspects too, and Dalvin Cook is really, he's really boosted that offense's yeah, they have uh, a really repertoire. good offensive line. They have a really good run game because of it, and now they seem to have a pretty good uh, passing game. All right, let's do the Lions, which is actually something we disagreed about this week, which is perfect because are the Lions good or are they not good? Oh, man. Um, so this is. 
This is the best part is that so they've beaten the Chargers, Eagles, and Giants. Um, really one good team and two okay teams. They tied to the Cardinals, which uh, Donovan McNabb is still confused about. And then they lost to the Chiefs, Packers, and Vikings, which are all really fucking good teams at the time. Uh, and they barely lost that game to the Packers. And I'm trying to remember, was that Packers game one of the bullshit ones with a bunch of bullshit calls where Aaron Rodgers always gets the calls? I think it yeah. was. Yeah, Actually, I'm going to go to that because I think that there was just a ridiculous amount of flags in like the last five minutes. I think I remember yeah, it was um, it was the Lions player. Uh, I can't think of his name. He got flagged twice for hands in the face. When oh, and he was getting hands, hands in the even face. Close to the face. Right. So, yeah, they probably sh- they would have beat the Packers if yeah, the refs beat the Packers. If if the refs knew how to do their job, which just I'm going <laughs> to write it down. But we're going over this ref shit next week because it's getting absurd. Like they. For sure win that game if it's not for the refs. I think they beat the Raiders today. I think that they are actually a good team, and they would be 4-3 and three and having beaten the Packers if it wasn't for that. And this they played I, competitively against two other really good teams. Okay, this is why I think that they're a bad team, because of that reason. They're getting so close, but they can't get over the hump. And good teams get over the hump. The Packers get over that hump. The Vikings get over that hump. The Lions. They so, I agree with the concept that you're putting out. But if you're playing and you're on a two-minute, you're on a two-minute drive and you're on <clears> defense, <throat> like defending, what do you tell your players when they're getting called for a foul that's happening against them? How do you? That's how do you? I, yeah, but that's. I mean, that's that one game changes how everyone views them. To be honest. Yeah. Instead of being three, three, and one, there it would be. Uh, four, two, and one. Yeah. All right. However, so the Giants game or the Texans game just went final. Uh, we were both correct. This was a smashing. Like that was not a good looking game from your boy. No. You're gonna have to. I think that you're. I need to. I go told down. you. I need to go down there. I need to put my jorts on. Yeah. Saddle up the horses and go down there. Statistically, having sex before you have to do something physical releases a lot of testosterone in your body. So I'm going to have to tell you to tell Gardner to wait until after the game. I think it's because his his coach doesn't have a stash. I think yeah. if his coach had a stash too, they'd win more games. We should start a, a GoFundMe to petition for the coach and him. Uh, the whole team. Fuck it. Everyone needs to grow a mustache. Yeah, even the ones that can't really. They should at least grow like the little wispy. All right, let's finish out the NFC North with the Bears. Uh, do you think they need a new quarterback? Man, I, I don't know. Like we were talking about earlier, um, Trubisky was a, a pro bowler last year. Um, <laughs> Doesn't that sound crazy? You feel bad saying it out loud now? No, yeah, it does. But he's so garbage this year. But how much is it really him? Um, maybe Alan Robinson was the one that was holding Bortles and Trubisky back. Mm. He's the problem. The yeah, guy who split a thousand yard year with another wide receiver. It has to be that guy. Yeah, it's definitely that guy. There's no way it's, <laughs> it's Trubisky. Um, no, I think this guy's. <laughs> I wish the NFL could look at a player and be like, okay, one good year does not make you a great quarterback. No, not at all. And I think that's the case of Trubisky. Everybody had high hopes going into this season because he had one good year. 
sometimes it takes defenses and defensive coordinators a year before they figure out how to play against guys like this. Yeah, and I mean, you're relying so much on tape, and that's like, I think that's a testament to quarterbacks who continue to be great, is that everyone sees what you're doing, and they just still can't stop it. Trubisky was a flash in the pan. I think that if the NFL has taught me anything is that he'll be replaced. And if it's not in this year's draft, it's in next year's draft. Uh, but they have a ton of other problems. So yeah, right. I don't think it's just Trubisky. Uh, let's, let's go on to the saints. So this is my biggest surprise of the season. Um, yeah. Same here. No shit. Right. Um, I not thought because, that like, New Orleans was all about titties and beads, but Drew Brees and defense looks like the fucking keys to New Orleans this year. No. Yeah. They have really good defense this year. Um, which even without Drew Brees allowed them to stay in games. Um, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater was, was playing good football. He was, um, but not great football. Not He's no Drew Brees. Um, and now that they have Drew Brees back and their offense can score probably 65 uh, points. Yeah, an average of <laughs> two or three touchdowns a game easily. Um, I think this team might be the best team uh, in the, in the NFL. NFC. They had a, they had a tough week one loss, but since then they've looked really good. I I do th- I think that they are probably probably the best team in the NFC, and there's going to be a bunch of fucking Green Bay fans who are like, Aaron Rodgers does this and this, and I would I let Aaron Rodgers shoot a load on my face, but I, I don't and, agree. And you have the 49ers, which are seven and zero. Yeah, but I I still think that the Saints are now that Drew Brees is back is slightly better. Yeah, I agree. And I think that a lot of it is that Drew Brees is actually better than him, and their defense is, at at the very least, playing better than uh, whoever we were just talking about, than the Packers. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right, let's talk about the Panthers. Um, I don't know if you saw the news today, but it looks like Cam Newton is probably going to be out for the rest of the year. Um, I... I'd have to go back and listen because I was drunk and I'm not fully sure anyway. But I'm pretty sure that I remember saying that Cam Newton would not finish out this season. I don't think Cam Newton plays another game in Carolina, to be honest. No, I don't think so either. I think that they have a new guy there. Um, Yeah. I think that they'll probably get rid of Newton after this year. Um, He'll probably go somewhere else and still be decent. But I think he might be done with the Panthers. And the worst part of that for me is actually that I have always felt like Cam Newton had all the pieces to be a very good quarterback. And I think that talent wise, he's really good. Uh, But there's something mentally there that doesn't. um, He's incapable of playing after he gets hit. Yeah. Like uh and I always I always go back to that um and like people talk about hard a lot and I always go back to that um yeah, not going out. When they played play. yeah, when they played the Broncos though and it was like that first time that Von Miller just crushed him, you just saw he was like, "Oh shit." He's like, "I don't I don't really like getting hit like this. This fucking sucks." And yeah. and then it turned into this thing and it was like he was a f- more concerned about when he was going to get hit than what was happening downfield. So no, I, I think that he had all the talent in the world. I think that it's a mental thing, and I think that that's like the hardest problem to solve. Uh, but the, they, 
picking out his they're, next hits. Yeah, they're they're looking. Uh, they have like a, a upward swing right now. I think that they their future looks good. And um, um, they, Cam Newton got said, he got paid they, enough in college. He doesn't need to play in the NFL. Who cares? That being said, they have five really tough games this second half, including two against the Saints still. So I don't think that they have a chance to win this division, and I don't even think they make the playoffs this year. No, yet. They're, the rest of their year looks really rough. Uh, so let's go on to who has been our favorite quarterback of the year. <laughs> yeah, Fucking so Jameis Winston. The only thing that I have under uh, the Buccaneers, the two and five <laughs> Buccaneers to talk about, is why is Winston still a QB in the NFL? I say this every week. It won't change until he's no longer a QB. Um, he's garbage. Like, so I'm going to put out, like I said earlier, he has that like occasional game that everybody's like, oh, this guy has a lot of talent. Let's keep him around. But then he has like yeah. five games where he sucks. And it's crazy. Like the oh, man. Just the like highs and lows of Jameis Winston could be its own fucking reality show. It's fantastic. <clears throat> Think about I love good. Think about how good Mike Evans would be if he had a more consistent quarterback throwing the well, ball to him. And that's what I'm thinking about. Like, Mike <clears throat> Evans, Goodwin, uh, they have two really good receiving tight ends there. Uh, there is not a lack of receiving core. Remember, I don't, I, remember uh, uh, whatchamacallit's uh, Clausen's helmet that he has signed by Evans? Yeah, with Mike Evans. That is... That's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Uh, what what does it say? It's uh, I made. That, uh, Go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's I made uh, Johnny Fuck. Manziel a thing or something like that. Yeah, I made Johnny Manziel famous, and Mike Evans is a absolute <clears throat> stud. Like, and I think you could kind of say the same thing about Winston. Like, he's oh, made yeah. Winston look good, and on those games where Winston has a good game, it's because Mike Evans has a really good game. Jameis Winston currently has 12 interceptions halfway through the season, 12 interceptions. And we were talking about it. Like this guy is a five touchdown or five pick dude every week. It's, but I don't think that all of it falls on him. The bucks are fucking awful on defense. They're terrible at running the ball. Um, but when they played in and London, he makes he... the worst decisions ever. It's exactly like you were talking about earlier. So he, he had that good game against the Rams where he had like four touchdowns or five touchdowns. But then he also in London, I forget who they were playing, where he had six, six. Uh, he had five picks just last week against the Titans, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they no, got, he had he had two, inter- two interceptions against the Titans. <clears throat> um, but yeah, the bu- <laughs> five picks against the Panthers and the Panthers aren't who I'm picking out as like a top tier defense. The the Bucks are just they need to move on from Winston, uh, and we need to move on from the Bucks. Let's talk uh, about the one and seven Falcons. What the what fuck, happened? man? I yeah, I honestly what happened to this high flying offense that they've had over the past like decade. I genuinely don't have a good answer for what's going on in Atlanta. My heart leans toward that Super Bowl crushed everyone's mentality, like front office and on the field, and they just don't know how to fucking play anymore. Yeah, that's I don't know what to I don't know what to balls. say. Yeah, their team's not playing good. Their defense has never been good, but uh, Devontae Freeman losing, was hurt, and um, they just—they're bad, man. And their defense has always been bad, but their offense is becoming bad, and it's scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they and are now, the best. 
best passing team in the NFL. So, I mean, it's not like Matt Ryan and Julio Jones have forgotten what they're doing. It's just no, that just Freeman cannot run the ball this year. And, and you, you can't have behind. One. They get so behind in these games where you can't even run the ball, even if you wanted to, or even yeah. if you could. And then how good is it to send your running back out on a wheel route? Like you're, yeah, it, it's just a huge issue there. And I think it's all coaching. I don't think that anyone has lost <clears> talent. <throat> I don't think that Devonte Freeman is a bad player all of a sudden. Um, but yeah, I, I think that it's all mental and all coaching, and I think they'll figure it out. Maybe not this um, year, but I don't think they'll have the same problem next year. So let's go from what the hell <laughs> the happened. NFC West. Let's go, uh, go and they're what actually the hell happened to the Falcons to what the hell happened to the 49ers. Like, I don't. This why is are they so good all of a sudden? What in the fuck changed all of a sudden that the 49ers are the second? I, and I talk shit about Richard Sherman all the time. I think he is a good player. I think that he's not a great player, but their defense has been fantastic. And when their defense isn't, the best part <clears throat> of watching them is that their offense picks up what their defense can't do. And it's no, yeah, and it's honestly an impressive been, thing to watch. I've been talking up Jimmy Garoppolo all season, just like I've again been because up you're sexually attracted to him. Like this was the one like team that I was like from the get go. I was like right about all season long like they're very good um they had a really decisive win against the pa- uh, panthers this week where they put up 55 points and held the panthers to yeah like and 17 and some of that was garbage time points i um, think getting emmanuel sanders was actually like a big deal for them because having like a very good slot receiver is just that i think that slot receiver point and then the tight end point make life for a quarterback so much easier. And I think that Emmanuel was a really good person to put into that offense. So but have... I want to go counter to what you're talking about right now. So they have beat the Buccaneers, which we talked shit about Jameis Winston all year. The Bengals, which we've talked shit about all year. The Steelers are dog shit. The Browns are dog shit. The Rams have played absolutely awful. And then it's Redskins, Panthers, Cardinals. This is... Uh, and I know we talk about it with these teams and it, it, we had this talk the other week where it's like the the worst to first is really easy because you're playing really bad teams that next year. Yeah. But this is a fucking joke of a schedule. Seahawks are good. Rams are not very good. Falcons are not very good. So the okay, Saints, so Ravens, is... Packers are the only Seahawks, Saints, Ravens and Packers are the only real games they have left in the year. Yeah. So this is the case. This is the exact same case that the, the Patriots have. Um, just but the, the Patriots is a divisional conference. thing. The 49ers is stemming from the fact that they were the fourth seed. No, the AFC is garbage this year. The, oh no, that too. But think Patriots about it. have had the easy. So the Patriots have had the easiest schedule for the first half. The 49ers have had the second easiest for the first half. The Patriots have the hardest second half. The 49ers have the second hardest. They have to play the Saints, the Packers. The Seahawks twice. They also have the Rams and the Ravens. So I disagree with really... the Rams. I don't think I thought really highly of the Rams coming into the year and even like up until a few weeks ago, but they, so they've had some tough losses. Don't lot. get me wrong, yeah. but they're still a five and three team. Like they're still in the playoff. Odds. No, yeah, they're not terrible, but they're not, they're not what they were a year or no, two years they, ago. Like based on what they did last week, they look really good, but based on what they did two weeks ago, they or even like against San Francisco so. the first time. Uh, so I, I mean, the 49ers have something figured out there. I'll say that. And this division is looking like, at an absolute minimum, they're putting out one wild card team potentially to. Uh, like, like we've said in the past, like you play the schedule 
you're yeah, you play like, who's you there. Yeah, no, you have no like choice in who you play. Um, so you could say yeah, they've had the second easiest schedule in football, which is why they're seven and zero. But like none of these games outside of the the Hurricane Bowl were close. Yeah, and uh, so and for me, I I Cardinals. totally agree. Yeah, yeah, and the Cardinals game is weird. The Cardinals do some weird things. They they yeah, challenge. We're, we're gonna teams, talk about. We're going to talk about the Cardinals in a second. They're so, better than okay. what people give them credit for. So my last thought on this whole thing is that the NFC playoffs is going to be an absolute just joy to watch. These yeah, are going to yeah, be the NFC is so much better than the AFC. It's going to be so much fun for your average viewer to watch these games. There, there's some really competitive teams going on in there, and I think that NFC is going to make itself better going into the playoffs and into yeah, the I, Super Bowl. I, I uh, and let's like talk about. Of the- no, go, go ahead. ahead. No, we'll we'll go ahead and talk about the Seahawks. Uh, yeah, and that's yeah, that's perfect because so do the Seahawks have any chance of catching to the 49ers? Uh, I think that they do. I legitimately they a, they're a game they have behind. A very similar schedule to the 49ers. They play a lot of the same teams, and the Seahawks look good. Like Wilson is keeping them in games. Their defense is still good despite all the losses that they've had personnel-wise. Um, but the, yeah, so here's still a good looking team. Yeah. I, I, man, Russell Wilson is the, that dude does everything big Ben does and doesn't rape anybody or run his bike into a wall. No. Yeah. He's like quietly good every year. And, and he's yeah, just, by the he's end like of the, the season, most humble quarterback, man. No, like yeah, what, which is what do you hear from him? Good. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's fantastic to see people like that in the NFL. Um, and when do you hear him blaming everybody? Like, who no, the no. fuck has he had on offense outside of Marshawn Lynch and, like, a few decent uh, wide receivers? And he just – he's like, whatever, man. I just – every week I'm coming in, doing my fucking yeah, job. I think, I think he makes Pete Carroll look better than what Pete Carroll actually Oh, yeah. It, I love Russell Wilson. I, I love the Seahawks and their franchise and the mentality that they've brought for a long time. Uh, and I think that they have a really good chance of catching, or I think that this is going to be the most competitive one and two seed for a division, and we'll have no idea who wins it until they play each other the very last week, which is so fucking awesome. Yeah, because and they play, they play each other twice. Like, they've yet to face each other. Yeah, it's going to be great. Both of those games are going to be fantastic. Uh, I do give the edge to the 49ers because I think that their offense is a little bit better, and especially yeah, with Emmanuel Sanders. So that's... Oh, yeah, Emmanuel Sanders. I wish they were a little bit more evenly matched, but I think that Russell Wilson makes up for any gap there. But, no, these are going to be great games to watch. They're going to make the playoffs, at least on the NFC side, like so much better to watch all these teams go against each other. Um, but, I, I, yeah, what are your thoughts on the Rams this year yeah, then? Let's let's talk about how the Rams went from Super Bowl <laughs> contenders to uh, third in their division. They've also played one more game than the Seahawks and the 49ers. Um, but, yeah, they have a fairly easy schedule um, to close out the season. Um, so I think that they have a chance to make the playoffs. Like, this is by far the best one, two, three teams in a division. Um, I think that you could, ease, I could easily see both wild card teams coming from this division. 
And this is actually one where it's like one of those times where I'm like, man, I kind of wish that the uh, wild card spot was selected differently because I would, I would like to see if this ends up being a team who could have made it. I would rather see them in the playoffs than a team who has less wins but is winning their division. But man, I don't know what happened. I don't, and I don't think it's a coaching issue either. I think it's like a severe <clears throat> sophomore slump thing going on here. So that's yeah, like kind of you have you have like almost the exact personnel that you had last season this season yeah. like nothing big has changed um their defense is playing about the same as they did last year but their offense is not quite as good this year um that being said last week <clears throat> Cooper Cup and Jared Goff looked really good together um yeah. 220 yards and a touchdown but uh, and that's like the first time really that they've seemed to connect like that. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they're turning it around. Um, we'll see. Uh, but I could easily see 49ers, Seahawks, Rams all making the playoffs this year. I totally agree. Uh, we're going to jump into the Cardinals here in a second uh, after a quick commercial break from our sponsors, which we have none of. Uh, but one moment, please. Hey guys, Nick here. Do you suffer from unruly body hair? Do your friends call you a bear? Are you absolutely fed up with trying to awkwardly shave your back? Well, do I have the product for you. Nair Hair Remover. Simply slather it on wherever hair grows and wipe it off for baby smooth skin. Men, you no longer have to feel ashamed when buying those pink bottles of Nair because now it comes in a men's version. It works the same way, but now in a blue and black bottle. Nair is not an official sponsor of the Day Drunk Show. We highly recommend not using it on your balls, taint, or butthole. Thank you guys for listening to our sponsors, Nair. Remember, guys, (laughs) don't Nair your butthole. Uh, Uh, Let's jump into the very last team. Um, So the Cardinals are 3-4-1, but their losses have come against the Ravens, the Panthers, the Saints, and the Seahawks. Oh, and I guess they're three and five and one now because they just lost to the 49ers. So the teams yeah, that they lost in a heartbreak to, really too, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It came down to the wire. But the teams that they've lost to are all above five hundred um and playoff contenders really. Um and then yeah. the teams that uh they face for the rest of the year. Um, they only face teams under 500, so they could have a good second half and be relevant. Wait, wait, wait. Bucks. They still play the 49ers, Seahawks, and Rams. So, I mean, it's not, they have some bad teams in here. Not all under 500, but, um, oh no, sorry. I'm reading this wrong. They actually have a tough schedule. Um, yeah, they're getting hosed on this back end. They have probably one of the hardest schedules for what was a bad team last year. Right. So they only have three teams that they face with under 500 schedules, the Bucks, Steelers, and Browns. The rest of them are all tough games. Yeah, um, and I mean, I think that the Cardinals are kind of picking up the pieces, and just based off their schedule, they're not as bad as these other teams that we've been like just totally shitting on all night. Uh, yeah, but it, it, it's just an unfortunate scenario. Uh, 
I don't he, think Kyler Murray is a franchise quarterback. See, I think uh, he is. Like, he's the reason why they're staying in a lot of these games. Like, he, he has Larry Fitzgerald to throw to. Don't get me wrong. He does. He does do some extending of plays, but I don't see him as leading them into the promised land. No, I don't know. I think. I think their biggest problem is their defense. Their defense isn't allowing their offense to stay in games. So they're constantly playing from behind um, because their defense just can't get off the field. Uh, Take the game that they tied against the Lions. I was Um, just going to bring that up, actually. So do you think... second half, they came back and tied them what should have been a loss. So I think Kyler Murray... um, and he they've done a lot of second-half comebacks, which actually is what makes me think that they are worse than people think. Um, so we have we have differing views on this because I think that playing and scoring when, like, the other team is just trying to, like, finish out the game is so much easier than playing when it's competitive. Uh, but go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, so you I, – I think with Kyle, Kyler Murray, he could have benefited from playing a year or two under somebody. Yeah, definitely. But for being a rookie, a true rookie quarterback, um, playing his first year, first from the get-go, first game, I think he's done pretty well. Um, he's made some some questionable choices that uh, a rookie rookie mistakes rookies, is which make, which is yeah. great to call it right. That's no, why yeah. they're called rookie um, mistakes. But I think he's slowly getting smarter and more mature. Um, and the thing that I like is he's not risking his career by running the ball when he doesn't have to, he still runs when he has to, but he's not one of those guys that are going to like, he's not (laughs) Cam Newton who he checks one guy. And if he's not open, he runs the ball. It's hilarious. It's hilarious that you say that because he's actually the rushing leader for the team, but I totally agree that he's not risking his body for that. No. Uh, And the reason why he's the rushing leader is because they're has been plagued by injuries. Um, but yeah, I think he's he's getting smarter. He's not making as many big, dumb rookie mistakes like throwing the ball away when he shouldn't or keeping the ball when he should be throwing it away, that kind of stuff. And you know what? I think that uh, <clears throat> it's easy to just look at losses and wins and say like, oh, well, this is a three and five team. But so they almost beat the 49ers, someone who we're both super high on this year. Uh, and they also tied the Lions, who I think is actually a really good team. So, but so, and to me, it's do you do you think that the Cardinals would sound a lot better if they were three and six, or if they were three, or if they were four and five? Like those are uh, so that those sound way different than three, five, and one to me, and and the tie makes it really hard to gauge their record. Uh, yeah, no, it does. That That's why it's hard to judge the Lions as well. Um, but I think what separates these guys from the Lions is the Lions have had a lot of leads that they give up, and the Cardinals have been behind a lot, and they don't give up, and they keep going. And yeah, you could argue that um, teams like this get garbage time points where the t- other teams have given up. Yeah, like the Browns but, in the last few years, like prior to this year. Yeah, I agree. You could, you could say that, but whenever they do it week after week, these teams... They know. They, you know yeah, that they, this is coming. They know that they're a team that can come back, so you you got to play four quarters. And I think 
that they start off slow, but the more time that they get under the, uh, especially Kyler Murray, Murray, the more time he gets under center, the better he gets the every week. And I think that's going to be pretty close to what his career is like. The more time he plays, I think the better that he gets. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. And I, I think that the Cardinals are better than their <clears throat> suggests. No, I just, like I, I said, don't know. Losses, There's... Their losses have come against really good teams. The Ravens, yeah. the Panthers, the Seahawks, the Saints, and now the 49ers. Like, those are all really good teams. They have a really tough second half as well. All playoff, all playoff contenders. Yeah, so and it's they, hard to like And that's another know. thing. I I love that uh we've talked about like good teams losing to bad teams and bad teams. Uh, I I don't know. There's not a lot of cases of bad teams beating really good teams, but they've they've beaten who they should be and they've lost to teams competitively where you would expect them to. So I think that it's I mean, we know they're not beating the Saints and they shouldn't beat the 49ers, but they really held their own. Uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. I still don't hold Kyler Murray like that highly. I think he's a poor man's Russell Wilson, but we'll see where his career leads him. So I think that we can, to sum up <laughs> this first half of football, we've, we're done talking about all the teams, but I think we can both agree this has been like a really weird year for football, not just for like team records, but like actual like players. Like some of these players that are used to having really good years – just aren't having good years this year. Yeah, it's been <clears throat> it's been super weird. I'm really just uh, I don't know. Did you see the uh, the lineup for the Super Bowl? What do you mean? For the the halftime show? Oh no. God, it's uh, I think it's Jennifer Lopez and oh, shit. What's her name? Shakira. Yeah. And. Good God, man. If there has ever been a time for a wardrobe malfunction, this would be the year. I think that... I am praying every night to the Virgin Mary that one of these nipples comes out. And if it doesn't, it'll still be a a fantastic show either way. The NFL and the broadcasters, whether it be Fox or CBS... Oh, yeah. The time delay is totally going to ruin my life. They're very very smart, and they know that men watch for the, the actual game... And women watch the <laughs> halftime show and the commercials, so they're not losing any viewership for that. Oh no, not at all. It's halftime during the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, all the guys are sticking around for this halftime show. I can assure you that. <laughs> it's and if Prince had had a nip slip, I would have been just as excited back then. So R.I.P. Prince. I would have loved to have seen your nipples. All right. So um, real quick, do you have anything else football related that you want to talk about? I don't have anything football related. Okay. Um, However, but... I do want to get into my beer of the week. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. What are you? Oh drinking? yeah. So I've been drinking a lot of things today. I mentioned it earlier. I've been going uh, stout sour today. Just a nice little combo back and forth between uh, the two. And I was actually really torn on which of the sours to do. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've talked about Poliala a bunch of times. They're an Estonian brewery, and that's the one I'm choosing for today. I had four fantastic beers. Uh, I'll leave a picture of them. And so Torm is an imperial goose. It's an 8% goose, and I'm in love with it, actually. So I've had it before, but it's been – I think I went to the brewery. It's amazing. It, it's 
finding an Imperial Goose that's actually good is just the craziest thing to me because it's so hard to get them. Uh, very, very tart. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Extremely chilled. Not like stouts where stouts need like a little more um, heat to them, like somewhere between like 12 and 16 degrees Celsius to be served correctly. Uh, but it's great. It's uh, sour with lingonberries. Heather tips and honey. I don't even know what heather tips are, but I am in love with it. It has like a nice vibrant pink color. I forgot to get a picture of it because I'm retarded, but I'll get a picture of the bottle because it looks amazing. And um, so that was my choice for the week. And I think I'm going to get a picture of all the bottles because all the beers I drank today were amazing. Uh, what about you? How is your beer of the week or your cider or Shirley Temple or whatever? So I know I mentioned to you already. I'm not sure if I've mentioned to our listeners yet but um i waited until today to get beer and i forgot that it was sunday so um a lot of the small towns where i'm from don't sell beer on sundays so i'm just drinking because the bible says it's bad yeah exactly um so i'm drinking leftover line and google and uh bud light so nothing nothing fancy that needs to really be talked about Ew, did you say Bud Light? Yeah, well, you drink what you have. Yeah, I drank Bud Light uh, this weekend for the first time in, like, at least four years, and I was so fucking sad. It was at a friend's house, like, having a little get-together, and uh, we had another friend who, I just want to throw this out there, threw up on the wall next to the front door. It was the best part of my weekend. It's better than throwing up on somebody's lap like (laughs) Who would do... Look, the Canary Islands do things to you, okay? I can't be held accountable for what I do on island vacations. All right, we need to we need to wrap this up, so... Yeah, I think that... No, that's all we got for the day. Uh, remember to buy Nair. Don't use it on your butthole. Drink craft beer, not fucking Bud Light. Uh, Nick, do you have anything for anybody? No, I just want to uh, send out a reminder to everybody that Gabe's an idiot. Um, uh, there will be a picture of Nick and his jorts coming shortly as soon as I figure out how to sign back into the Instagram. Yeah, because he's an idiot and he doesn't know technology despite <laughs> the fact that he makes fun of me for not having <laughs> Discord. He has no idea how to do anything else when it comes to technology. But I make better choices. Things. I make better choices on who to pick for the week's pickums. So you will see Nick and George shortly. All right. Thank uh, you for listening and have a air free night. Yeah, see you guys later.